Welcome to the Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. God gives us an invitation to work alongside of Him. He's looking for laborers who will come into the harvest field and join other laborers in reaching people. Sometimes when we do that, we can become discouraged. I am sharing this week's messages to keep you encouraged while you are reaching people for the kingdom of God. Stay tuned after today's message. I'm giving you an invitation to join us in person for a time of prayer and fasting for our country, for our community, and for our churches. We are calling on God's people everywhere to join together with one voice, calling on God to help us through the turbulent times that we are experiencing. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's Word. I want to just take a moment this evening to reiterate to us why God called us as a body of believers, as a church in this time. And then we're going to spend a moment. Whether we know it or not, God wants us with our lives to reach people for the kingdom of God. God wants us to reach people. For God so loved the world that he gave his son so that if anyone believed on him, they would not have to perish but they will have everlasting life. And God wants us to reach people with the love of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. If we're not careful, we'll get into the business of just having church activity and we will not focus on people. But people are important. God loves people. We need to do what he does and that's love people. How many of you don't love people? Say amen. All right. Well, I'm assuming you love people. Are you supposed to? How many love them because we have to? Otherwise, I wouldn't love them. You know, he tell us to love them, but if it wasn't for that, I ain't got time for that. These people get on my nerve. God wants us to be interested in people, and he wants us to love people, and he wants us to reach people. How are we going to do that? I want you to think about whether or not you ever think about that consciously and seriously, that God wants to use you to reach others. Do you think about it? Is it on your mind? Is it in your heart? We're going to reach people when we turn our heart and desire to that which is important to God, and that's people. In fact, uh, the Bible tells us that we are therefore Christ ambassadors. Christ wants to use us to make an appeal to other people, make his appeal actually. He wants to use us as his representative, his mouthpiece to appeal to other people so that they can enjoy the abundant life that God has in store for us. He wants us to be his representative, his agent, his ambassadors so that other people can know Christ uh, because we know Christ. And we're going to have to be conscious about making ourselves available daily for the Spirit of God and the power of God to produce His fruit in us 
we're going to have to make ourselves available. And it is my job to keep that in front of us over and over. And when we think about what we're doing here as a church, our, our purpose doesn't change. It's the same thing day in and day out. How do we reach people? It doesn't change. How do we reach people? All right, that doesn't change. It's not how do we have a better event or how do we have a better uh, program. It is how do we reach people. After a while, if we're not careful, we'll drift off into doing things and we'll get off of the main thing, which is people. God loves people. People need the Lord and people have things going on in their lives and, and they have needs in their lives that the Lord can meet. So we want to do that, and I want us to have us to kind of reorient ourselves to begin to think about that more prevalently in our minds. We want to make ourselves available to inviting the unsaved to trust Christ as their Lord and Savior. The unsaved, the, the unchurched, the people that don't know God. It's not our purpose to just transfer people from one church to the other. Right? Just moving people from one church. What church you go to? You need to come to our church. Well, if, if nobody ever transferred, we still have a lot of people we can reach for Christ. There are a lot of people who are hurting, a lot of people who are unchurched. And we know them, but we need to invite them to Jesus Christ. We need to look for opportunities to bless others. By our smile, our acts of kindness, our prayers, and our invitation. We need to equip ourselves so we can do that with some wisdom and knowledge and understanding and tools so that we can be effective in reaching others. We can pray for the harvest all we want to, but then God wants us to go out into the harvest field. We can pray all we want to. Lord, send the harvest. The Lord said, go get them. He said he want to send laborers out into the harvest field. He didn't say he's going to send the harvest into the church. He sent the laborers to go out and gather the harvest. So we need to be active and dedicated to inviting friends and relatives, uh, associates and neighbors as your guests to the worship service. We need to allow God to use our gifts to bless others and to invite them to enjoy what we enjoy in the Lord. Do you enjoy being saved? Do you enjoy the Lord? If you really enjoy being saved and you really enjoy the Lord, anybody that comes in ought to look at us and say, you know, these people really enjoy this. Instead of, uh, I wonder what they're doing. It's kind of dead in here. You know, and somebody told me the other day and they said, well, you know, Pastor, uh, everybody don't just uh, lift their hands and praise the Lord. And people have their different ways of doing that and some just internalize and and whatever. I say, and I agree with that. I say, but uh, back last October, I saw a group of people at the Minute Maid Park when the Astros were winning. Most, a lot of those people were introverts. A lot of them were like the quietness. They don't like other people. But you couldn't tell it by looking at them that night at that World Series game because everybody looked like they were jumping and hollering and carrying on and giving people high fives that they didn't even know and hugging folks they didn't know and rejoicing with people they didn't know. Now, I'm sure they don't like to just do that with everybody, but at that event, so when you come to this event, 
You can act like all you want to that you introvert and all that, but when the Lord has done something for you and you know the goodness of God and the power of God and all that God has done, an unbeliever ought to walk in here and say, man, what's, these people must know something I don't know. They must know something. I, I want to lean forward. I want to see what it is that they are rejoicing about, what they're happy about. Okay, so we can't afford to come in here and get mad because somebody's sitting in our seat. All these kind of little things the enemy would bring in our way. We ought to say, I rejoice when, I, when they said unto me, come let us go into the house of the Lord. That's why the psalmist says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with some praise. That's what we're supposed to do. And that's how we draw others to the Lord by them observing. People will see and be glad and rejoice. So here at the Light of the World Christian Fellowship, this is a house of worship. It's also a house of prayer. We pray for one another. We promote prayer. We pray on an individual level and we pray on a corporate level. Not only do we pray, we fast. But we don't pray and fast just because we, have, uh, we need to have something to do on our calendar. We want to pray with effectiveness and with power because we need God's power and presence to help us. The book of James chapter 5 says the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. The King James says the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. So he's saying there's power in prayer and prayer is effective, it's powerful. Philippians 4, 5 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcend all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. He said, you ought to pray about everything. Don't be anxious about anything, but pray about everything. And if you pray about everything, you won't be anxious about anything. Not only are we a house of prayer, we are to be fruitful in the kingdom of God. God wants us to be fruitful. And he empowered us to be fruitful. In Acts 1 and 7 and 8, he said, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost comes upon you and then you will be my witnesses. Now, even as I'm talking, I'm thinking, if we're not witnessing, does that mean we don't have the power? He said that when, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive power and then you will be my witnesses. Either we don't have any power or we have power and we're just not doing anything with it. John chapter 15, Jesus said, You did not choose me, but I chose you and I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then, my father, then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. So he wants us to be fruitful and then he wants us to be faithful. A faithful man, Proverbs 28, 20 says, a faithful man be, will be richly blessed. A faithful man and woman will be richly blessed. In Revelation, the writer said, be faithful to the point of death and I will give you 
the crown of life. So if we're fruitful, we're faithful, we can do a lot in the kingdom of God. Amen? So I just want to encourage you tonight. Let's always kind of reset and re refocus our purpose and what God wants us to do. He wants us to reach others in the kingdom of God. I was at the police station this morning talking to the chief of police, and he says, so pastor, what do you think about what's going on in the world? I said, I think we need to reach people. I'm not worried about what's going on in the world. It's a great opportunity to harvest. We need to be harvesting people as, as quickly as we can and get them into the kingdom because the Lord may come back any day now. You don't want to be caught saying, well, Lord, I was really thinking that I need to be doing something. I was just waiting for you to tell me what I need to do. I was waiting on my calling. The pastor told me to do that, but I didn't feel led. We have an assignment. What I did was I took Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor, proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, and release the oppressed, and proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. How many of you know the Lord's still working? But we need to see the Lord's power working like never before. We're going to pray over this passage. We're going to pray the scripture. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. That's his individual. How many would love to have the Spirit of the Lord upon you, anointing you? Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. In the book of Acts chapter 10, the Bible says, God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing all the work of the ministry, healing the sick and doing all kinds of things. And I'm going to ask you to read uh, Luke chapter 4. Read it all the way through. Because I was reading through that uh, yesterday and again this morning as I was reading. Jesus, as soon as he got through with this passage, started doing some of the work. And the first thing he did, he cast out some demons. Right there in that chapter. He says, I'm going to set the captives free. And the Bible said he went to preach in the synagogue. And there was a demon-possessed man. And I started thinking about that. I read that a lot of times, but I didn't catch it. Now, this demon-possessed man was in the church. Jesus wasn't out there in the graveyard where he caught this other demon-possessed man. This man was in demon-possessed at church. There are people that are bound that come to church. Where we want them to come. But we need to have the power of the Holy Ghost to set the captives free. You're the team tonight that's going to pray that into existence. Are you ready? Come on, let's just pray right now. Father, just let your spirit be upon us right now. Again, he says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. See that scripture? And so he said, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and Paul said in Ephesians 5, 18, do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. He's talking to believers. He said, you need to get full again. And some of us need to get full again. That's not a problem. Just say, Lord, fill me again and overflow me again. Come on tonight, Father, we just ask you right now, in this place right now, every person 
Begin with me, Lord. Fill me again. Fill me again with your divine power. Oh, Holy Spirit, anoint me right now. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place. The Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us. The Spirit of the Lord is in us. Fill us again, Almighty God. Fill every heart in this place. Fill every empty place right now, God. Fill every empty vessel right now. Wash us, oh God. Cleanse us, oh God. Purify our hearts and minds. Every believer, every person that belongs to you, fill us again, almighty God. Overflow us, God, like a rushing mighty wind. Fill my cup, every empty place in my heart, every empty place in my soul. Fill this place with your power. Right now, we need your awesome power in this place. Move out every hindrance spirit. Move out every stronghold. Anoint us with the Holy Ghost and with power. I want to feel your power. I want to feel your presence. Somebody need a refreshing. Somebody need a restoring. Somebody need to be built up again. Thank you, Lord. Come on, give him some thanks. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your divine power. Thank you for your spirit power. Come on, tell the devil he's alive. He's trying to tell some of you God won't use you. Say, Father, we thank you for your divine power. We bless you, almighty God. And then he said, you know what I want you to do? I want you to preach good news to the poor. You don't have to be a preacher to preach. Romans 10, 14 says, how can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they've not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? How can they preach? How many want to be sent? Hallelujah. Send me, Lord. Send me, Lord. Send me, Lord. Send me with the message. Right now, send me with the message. Come on, just say, Lord, send me with the message right now. The message of reconciliation. The message of good news. Send us, almighty God individually and collectively send us almighty God send my brother tonight send my sister tonight send me tonight anoint us with the message and with power here's what I want you to do I want you to encourage somebody just take a minute encourage somebody say he's sending us he's sending us with the message we have the message we can preach the message we have the good news I got good news I'm ready to spread the news Come on, are you ready? Father, help us to spread the news. Help us to invite somebody. Help us to call them to come to you. Help us to tell them to come and see what you're doing. Jesus said, come unto me all that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God, we got some good news. Hallelujah. Get the good news to the poor. So the poor can say I'm rich. The weak can say I'm strong. Bring in the poor right now so they can hear the good news. Bring in those that are poor in spirit. They can hear the good news. Bring in those that have lost their way so they can hear the good news. Bring in those whose life has gone out of control so they can hear the good news. Right now, Lord. Let the weak, every weak person, everybody, Father, that feel like they can't make it, this is the place of refuge. Everybody that feel like their life is not worth living, this is a place of refuge because of what the Lord has done. 
because of what the Lord has done. Because of what the Lord has done. We give thanks. The message is that we're going to proclaim freedom for the prisoners from every habit, every hang-up, every addiction, every bondage, everything that's holding people back and they can't get free. We need the power of God to break every stronghold, every demon possession, everything that holds people captive, everything that they say they can't break free or they've been trying to break free of. We want the power of God to come and bring freedom. The Bible says then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. If the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. He's able to break every stronghold. He's able to loose every bondage. He's able to cast out every demonic force. Right here, right now. Glory to God. How many believe that? When you're anointed with the gospel, with the power. Start breaking chains right now. Don't wait till Sunday. Start loosening those that are bound. Start setting the captives free. Break every chain, break every stronghold, break every habit, break every addiction. Break it right now, break it, break it, break it, break it. By your divine power, by your spirit, right now. Oh, every demonic force, every demon possession, every demon oppression, do miraculous things right now. Loose those that are bound. Loose that man and set him free. Loose that woman and set her free. Loose that teenager and set him free. Loose that child and set him free. You know, I was reading, Jesus cast out demons, and some of those demons manifested itself in mental illness. And some of those demons manifested itself in physical illness. Loose that woman that was bound for 30 years by the demonic force. He said, that demon throw my son. He's, he's, he's epileptic. Jesus didn't ask for him to be healed. He cast a demon out. He said, that's why he was epileptic. You can read through the Old Testaments and you don't see demonic activity until Jesus showed up on the scene. So when the power of God shows up, he'll start calling those things out. The reason you're acting like you're acting is you got a demon. You need to get out of there. So everybody ain't crazy that's acting crazy. And some of the sickness that people been having, they need to be loosed. Come on, say, Father, loose every bondage, loose every stronghold. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe on him will not perish but shall have everlasting life. God has an invitation for every believer to help spread the good news of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so others can have this new life in Christ. He has gifted us, he has called us, and he will encourage us. And I want to encourage you today to be all that God have for you to be. To listen to this message again in its entirety, go to the Light of the World podcast with Jerry G. Martin. The Light of the World podcast with Jerry G. Martin. I want you to join with us at the Light of the World for a time of fasting and prayer. 
we're going to begin a nightly prayer at 7 o'clock Monday, November the 1st through Friday, November the 5th, 7 o'clock nightly. You need not be a member of our church. You just need to be a person who wants to come together with other believers and pray for our community, pray for our country, pray for our families, pray for marriages, pray for the churches in the area so that the people of God can do what God called us to do, humble ourselves and pray and seek his face so he can heal our land. That's seven o'clock nightly at the Light of the World Christian Fellowship Church at 16161 Old Humble Road. For more information, call us now at 281-964-1393. Again, that's 281-964-1393. And come and join with other believers of like mind and let's lift our voices to the Lord every night, 7 o'clock p.m. at the Light of the World. Now may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.